To rerouting. Rerouting. We're so excited to be here. So excited. <laughs> when life takes a turn, where our mantra is sharing releases that damn shame. Where you can just hold it in. You can hold it in and, and use it as fuel. <laughs> to fuel your soul. Fuel. <laughs> so April is, like we've said before, Child Abuse Awareness Month. And so we are continuing our conversation with my favorite Nevermo. Me. <laughs> and he's going to share his experience with his jackass father and Yay. growing up in awesome. a household of physical abuse. There's a lot to talk about, so let's just let's get into it. Let's dive in. Let's dive into it. So, first of all, I want to say thanks for w- being willing to share because I'm being forced into this. <laughs> you are not. I have provided the uh, the amount of alcohol microphone. that you would need. <laughs> I, alcohol. <laughs> it's statistically proven that men and boys in general, as far as um, physical I abuse goes, they tend to share less or let anyone know what they've gone through. And so I think it's super important that you are willing to share your story um, because in general, like I said, men tend to just keep it in, which I know you have done. <laughs> yeah, I do. Right. She's, yeah, I'm, I'm the, uh, I keep, I, yeah, I mean, I have a little special spot for places, for things, you know, I'm like a little collector of hate. So there is a, <laughs> there is a King of the Hill episode where okay. Hank Hill teaches, is it Leanne? Yes. <laughs> the niece how to suppress her feelings right and he's like all you got to do is you just take that emotion and you push it way down into your gut and she's like is it supposed to hurt and he's like yes that way you know you're doing it right <laughs> and i just think yep. that's you <laughs> <laughs> all right so when your um stepdad came into the picture right so mm. you were how old i was 3 so it was it was before I remembered anything, like uh, apparently I was with my real father, and then like, and then your mom got remarried, remarried to my stepdad, and then that's like really I only knew him as dad. I didn't know that he wasn't my dad until like third grade. Okay, so you what what was your first memory of of your stepdad in your life? All right, so. Yeah, the him leaving me in a duffel bag outside. What? Well, we li- we lived in a trailer and like I don't like I just remember crawling like I could fit in his duffel bag. So then, you know, he latched it up and I like I couldn't get out and then he put it on the porch and then said like wolves are going to come and I was like freaking out in there and like it was and then my mom like was get him, come on bring him back in. You know, and like I don't I don't, like it was nothing, you know, like like they played it off and laughed it off. Well, I or mean, what? I don't. Know, I feel like I could see me doing that to my son, <laughs> but but I don't know. I mean, I I just remember it being a little more traumatic for me. Like I didn't like. I'm like, yeah, okay, this isn't cool. Maybe you should let me out. And then the whole wolf thing was like, whoa, what? <laughs> so you were playing around as a kid. You were mm-hmm. like three or so. So he has this big duffel bag because he's in the military, right? Yeah. 
So you cl- climb inside. And uh, yeah, and I fit in it. And I was like, yeah, look at this. And he, yeah, he latched that thing and up. So and so he closed you up <laughs> in it. Yeah, because it has this like little hook thing. Uh-huh. And you know. And you and, couldn't like, get out. Well, yeah. But see, like here's the thing. It was so long ago. Like I don't remember like the right. details of like whether he was like, maybe you shouldn't get your ass in my duffel bag. <laughs> you know, I have no idea. But when you said, what's your first memory? I remember right. being fucking scared yeah <laughs> like, uh, i mean of locked course in a duffel bag on on like my porch and it wasn't like i don't remember it being like a long time right but he was like wh- whatever it was he was teasing you or he right. was making a point or whatever but he put you outside mm-hmm. in this duffel bag and told you that wolves were gonna come and, and <laughs> yeah. eat you or what right. yeah they were going to take you away or they were going to eat you? Oh, I mean, I think he was just out there like, raw, 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 raw. and I was like, what the and, fuck? No. And he thought that was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I kind of, th- like, in hindsight, I think it's funny, too. <laughs> three-year-old. That's, like, that's not very old. That's right. not the age where you're like, oh, I get the joke. It's funny. Well, Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you believe see, in all kinds of scary shit at three. And see, the, the thing is, is, like. <laughs> That's just like the first memory of okay. like all the bad memories. Right. right. You know, it's like, you know, I like I don't have any good ones. Can so, you think of your no, first good memory? I don't think of my my the only good memory I have is when I was 16, like before he left. OK, so as far as you know, your your stepdad and your mom met like after your dad and her divorce, like your real dad and her, they divorced. And so then she started seeing your stepdad and as far as you know like they're dating and they get married right okay so then he becomes your stepdad but at this point in your life when they get together you don't know that he's not your real dad like he's like your first memory of having a dad yeah he was there from the beginning for me all right so my my next memory all right so like timeline wise yeah so that was when my dad like first entered the army and was on the path to becoming a, as high rank as possible, as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. So he did all his schooling. So like from that time, you know, and that that's the thing is like he was getting in the duffel bag because he was getting ready to go off to some more training. Mm-hmm. And so like he, for a, a lot of the beginning parts, like I have no memory because he wasn't there. He would just come back for a little while in between yeah and then deploy again or go back to you know i mean he was doing ranger school and pathfinder school and uh he was 82nd airborne so he was doing paratrooper school he did the vulcan i mean he, he just knocked everything out mm. kind of a thing and so like we, like it was mostly like my mom in there and it was just like we were left behind mm-hmm. you know so it was just her and i getting along like you know she we we're just both just from hawaii and that's where like I had that baby, so we moved to Texas, and this is where all that happened. And I had that I had a babysitter that they dropped, she dropped me off of because she went to beauty school. And yeah, this place was fucking horrible. <laughs> and like, how old were you at that point? I mean, same, like like around three, three. four. I mean, not about, in elementary school. Not, yet. not yeah. I had a babysitter, so I wouldn't like. And this chick would lock us in, or lock me. Pretty much in this. Just by yourself? Yeah, there was. Why? I mean, like, maybe there was, like, I don't remember there being anybody else mm-hmm. there. Maybe there was, like, one or two, but I don't remember it being, like, like a daycare. It was, like, somebody's house. And then they had this, like, back patio that was, like, a screened-in porch with, like, couches and stuff. And I remember being locked in there all day. 
like just nothing just like locked in and then when parents would come home or to come pick him up, she'd like grab him. Oh, we had a great time. And I was like, no, the fuck we did. <laughs> no, we didn't. Um, I've been on this porch all day. Right. And then, you know, so then they would talk to mom. And then I'd be like, no, I didn't really like it. You know? <laughs> and she's like, you're just being like, you know, so like I didn't, you know. I was nobody that believed age, you. No, it was that at that age that, like, you know, nobody really believed shit. And then it, and it wasn't like, and then, and then I remember like this guy, I guess her husband or somebody had a motorcycle and. A snake had crawled into it. Into the motorcycle? Yeah. So they ended like the up, gas can? I don't know. Oh. Where they it was wrapped up in the in the bike and they couldn't start the bike, so they pull they had to grab it by his tail and then it was it's a snake, so it's like super strong, like holding on to shit, right? So they spend all this time pulling the snake out and they're just like you know, saying it's evil and, you know, snakes are this, that and the other. And then they murdered the fuck out of the snake in front of me. Oh, my cut God. It, like they just they had it and they were just like kind of teasing it. And then they like hit it and cut its head off. And it was like still moving and the fangs were out. And oh, the, my God. And, and it was just like you could see it squirting. And it was just like I was like, what the fuck? Traumatizing. <laughs> Right. A little and traumatizing. It was, you know. And so for, for me, it was like I had, you know, I'm from you Hawaii. We didn't even have snakes. But, you know, they were just like, you know, and it was the time of like all those cults and shit. So it's like mm. they were like, oh, I mean, they were making a big spectacle of how like it was from Satan. And, you know, Satan, Satan is like in your bike and we got to get it out and expel Satan and this color slithers on his belly and this, that and uh, serpent. Like, you know, just all this. Like, and I was like, <laughs> what? what the fuck? I'm like, oh, none of this shit. You guys are crazy. Then they <laughs> murdered this poor thing. I was Aww. like, why do you have to kill it? Why don't you just let it go? And they're like, it'll kill it. This thing can kill more people than, and I'm like. Was it, yeah. it was like a garden. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> <know>. <laughs> yeah, they just murdered it in front of me. And then I was like, wow, okay. So then the next day when my mom dropped me off, I was like the whole time I was like, look, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I really yeah. don't want to go. I'm going to let you know that I don't want to go. Like <laughs> I'm going to make a scene if you try to leave me there. <laughs> And I and did. So you did. <laughs> and so I did. <laughs> Screaming and kicking and like karate chopping this woman. I was like, I held on to the, I held on to her door and I was like screaming. I was like, no! <laughs> and you know, to the point where my mom was like, holy shit, I can't. <laughs> you know, she's like, okay, I'm gonna take it. And she had to like call off. And I was like, you know, I'm trying to tell you that this place is fucked up right. <laughs> like, I'm like don't make me go back to the crazy people right i'm like i'm done with this like i'm not done and like the only way i knew how to do it was like to like fucking yeah I'm cause gonna, a scene yeah i'm gonna make a scene <laughs> like i'm gonna make this like you're not leaving me in this moment <laughs> i got crazy satan's yeah i got yeah and then and that was about the time that you know and see like this whole time he wasn't there, so it was just my mom and I going mm. through shit. She tried to find a church, and that's when we got with the Pentecostals. <laughs> Let me tell you how that was traumatizing as well. <laughs> yeah, it was like, so we didn't go to church ever again. <laughs> After <laughs> your run-in with the Pentecostals? Yes. Did yeah. they have snakes too? <laughs> Actually, yes. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I mean, it, it got weird. Uh. It, it, like, it started off normal. 
just like reading the scriptures and just like you know singing please, songs yeah just please be god and then it just like you know it just intensified it was like everybody stood up and then like the guy in front of me started like he fell on the ground and started like getting screaming and going in a circle and my mom and i i'm looking here like what and she was she just held my hand and be like it's okay it's all right and i'm like uh so then you know i was like okay we gotta and that's when like we left and that was the last time we went you to ever went to church <laughs> I was ever. Like, yeah i mean <laughs> back she, in 1980 yeah like i'm telling you like this lady grabbed my face and was like speaking in tongues or whatever it was um yeah <sighs> and yeah and that was one of them churches that was like Hey, we we do snakes too. Come on, oh my snake gosh. pit. You're like I've had it with snakes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like done with all that shit. So at this point, was your mom and stepdad married? Yeah, they were married. Okay, so what was your next memory of him? I remember, like, it was right when I was going, getting ready to start school. Because okay, so kindergarten, yeah, right? Yeah. All right. So it was at that time that I had it was my first bully. And, mm. you know, so like, like, I didn't, I didn't really see my dad like too often. And, you know, like he came back and I remember it was like kind of like close to Christmas and he was going to deploy again. But I remember I had the like toys like he had brought, but I was playing with him at the playground and it was like kind of like like an L shape. And then the playground was kind of like right there and the parking lot surrounded it a little bit. So it was kind of like right there in front of everything. So. This, I guess, our neighborhood bully came out and just claimed like my toys, and I was just like, "Dude, Dad, can you come do something about it?" And I remember him snatching me up and being like, "Don't you come out? Don't you come back to this house without them toys?" So I was like, "Okay, I think I get the message here, <laughs> right?" You know, I'm like, I'm scared of my dad anyway. So, well, it, well, at this point, was it like you just knew? You were you should be scared of him, or had other things happened? Or I, I was just, just like there was no. It was always you better if you don't. There was consequences. Mm, okay, so you just kind of knew. Like, I, yeah, I when knew. he said something. Yeah, he said, "Don't come back without your toys." If I came back without well, my ass, was gonna be handed to me a little mm. bit. And then he's like, "Now go get your shit," mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So I was like, you know, going up to the guy, and I was like, "Hey, look, my dad kind of said that I can't." <laughs> ever You're like, come back home unless I have my toys and he wouldn't give them back and I pleaded with him I was like look dude you're not gonna like the consequences of what's sure about to happen four year old you was like listen I, no I did I was like I, I said I said I, I remember saying because I just remembered like I, you couldn't just do it without warning I was like look I'm not allowed back home without my toys and I have to leave with them and he turned and he started playing with my toys some more he was like get the fuck out of my face pretty much (laughs) so I was like hmm what is this a rock okay and I proceeded to beat the shit out of him with a rock fuck yeah are you (laughs) yeah right and then and then he ran and I don't like you don't even understand like I to this day I have fucking amazing aim. I threw the rock and I nailed this kid in the middle of the back. So right? the the rock that you threw at him, he was retreating already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the rock was just an extra. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't like I 
I didn't think that I was. He was so far away, like it was so far away that it was like I just, I just threw it and I wasn't thinking, and it nailed him like right in the middle of the back. So the mom comes out and was like, "Oh, you have to use weapons and this, that, other, and blah, blah, blah." And I was like, "I had to get my toys back," and she's like, "Why didn't you fight fair?" And I was like dropped my toys and then the kid like stepped up to me so i started whooping his ass again <laughs> i was like i can't lose because my dad's gonna kick my ass that's <laughs> gonna literally kill me and i'm more yes, scared of my dad i was literally than I am of this little boy <laughs> yeah i was like i was like i i gotta leave with my toys i'm like all i'm trying to do is get my toys i tried to explain it to this lady and the thing is is like my dad came and so because they started hitting me and like they're not my and, and I so I told him I was like you know I went and got my toys back this guy was a bully the whole time I tried to get it and then she brought him out to fight me and then I started whipping his ass and then you no, I wasn't saying it like that but I was like I was like this is what they wanted and then I win and I'm in trouble for it right like your dad <laughs> said you better not come back without right. the toys so you handled it and then you got in trouble yes. Um, I don't I don't remember. I mean, I was just grounded. It was I didn't get like beat or anything, but it was I, I was grounded. And then but my dad was, was like, he's like, you won, though. <laughs> and I was like, you damn straight. I won. <laughs> you you won, though. You won. You won. He's like, but you ain't supposed to do that. And I was like, you told me not to come back without toys. He's like, I didn't mean it. I'm like, what the hell do you mean? Like, you're going to beat my ass if I don't bring my toys back and this guy's not going to do it. I'm like, I need to assert the force that you you put fear into me and I needed he needed that. I just remember pleading like, you know, you told me I couldn't come back without it and he wouldn't give it back to me. Like no matter what I did, I tried to take him. He was bigger than me and he was like, push me down. So I took a brick to him. <laughs> you know, I was like, I mean, it wasn't like a brick. I, I just had a rock in my hand. So when I hit him, I had a rock in my hand. So but this wasn't like the first instance with this kid. OK. You know, like uh, I was out playing where there was I was out there and there were some other kids out there and he was from the window threw a knife out, you know, and, you know, just like a butter knife out like he was throwing it at us, mm -hmm. you know. So that was like the first thing. You know, that was like a big whole thing. Like, oh, my God, this this little child, anybody's kid could have been out there, you know, kind of a thing. So it was like one of those like little neighborhood little asshole bullies. <laughs> and I was like, I'll handle you, you little fucker. Oh, my God. So the so was it like that strict discipline and that um, corporal punishment, you know, from from as yeah. soon as you could remember? Like, That's all. That was just a standard. That was a standard. That was like what kind of stuff would get you beat or get you a uh, anything whooping. like oh, whatever on my mouth if i question shit like i remember i got smacked like fucking hard you know because i was like oh it was <laughs> we were at the store and it was hungry the country and i was like i was like look that's that says hungry <laughs> and I made something. He was like, that's hungry. And that's the country. And I was like, it says hungry. And it was like right instantly. It was like a backhand. Did you ever run your math hard to me? That's hungry. I've been to that country. I fought in that country. And I was like, I didn't know fucking any. Never even heard of this place. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it says hungry on a piece of food. <laughs> we like, I, I thought it was ironic. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, and he did not. He did not agree. He did not agree. I remember being in the grocery store, like I can't believe this dude just backhanded me in front of everyone. Mm. And like everybody looked at me, like, ooh, oh. They were like, dang, uh, that's hungry, the country. And I was like, <laughs> fucking thank you. <laughs> fucking now I know. Now I'm four. <laughs> I'm four. Yeah, now I know all my countries. Thanks, fucking asshole. Did he ever? Um, punish you like that in front of your mom? Yeah. I mean, and, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like, Do you remember her ever doing anything? Stephanie I remember they would get in arguments later. Like, there was no undermining each other in front of me. Mm. But they would argue, and I would hear them arguing, and then, you know, and then it would be like, you treat him like a baby and you know like you know it's just like all so right. and then you know and like every time i you know as a kid anytime i messed up you know see you know and so then it became see? what do you mean well if you let him do it then he's, he think he'd get away with it now he's got a little attitude like there would be no other questions besides coming busting in my room with the belt swinging like, I mean, like, grab both my, like, he could hold my arms together with one hand. And then, like, I remember, like, every time I got my ass whipped, I, like, I'd have my hands. And then, like, like I couldn't hold, like, he would hit my hands on purpose until I moved my hands. Oh, because you would try and block him with your hands? Well, I'd try to put my hands on my ass because he's tearing my ass up. Mm. And then he would just, like, lay into my hands until, like, I, I couldn't do it. And, and then he would whoop my ass some more. And then it would be, like, and more you struggle, the more. You know, so, like, I remember just, like, eventually just having to lay still. And then, like, you know, like, then he would start to count. <laughs> you what know? do you mean? Start to count? Yeah, one. You know, and oh uh, yeah, he would count. He'd like, I'm gonna give you ten, and and but it would be like one, and I told you never to do this again. Two, and and just like constantly, I'm like, it's like thirty that you're doing. I mean, like you would count to ten, but you would hit me like forty times. Like, what would be, what would constitute a a whooping like that? Uh, questions. <laughs> I felt, you know, like I don't. I mean. Kids and their stupid questions. Mm -hmm. You know, the things that, you know, not most people would think be like, oh, that's just a kid asking a dumb question. Like, well, you know, but I was like four or five, you know, so there were kind of legitimate dumb questions. <laughs> like, hungry is a country? Mm -hmm. Like, shut up, boy. <laughs> like, yeah, now I know. I'm sorry. Uh, it's right next to Canada, right? No, you're wrong. <laughs> okay, I know my geography now. I'm better at it. I'm better now. <laughs> I'm better now. I'm good. You set me straight. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, now I know the whole world map. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it could be anything. You know, I remember. Uh, so you never knew no, what it was no. that would bring the. Uh-uh, never. It was like he had some kind of like, what is it? A whooping Tourette's. <laughs> like, Whatever, depending on the day that he had. Yeah. You know, and because, you know, and that was the thing. It was like he was military, so it was, uh, and he was high rank. So no matter what he said, everybody was always like, yes, sir, let me get it done for you as quick as possible, sir. And I'm not really. You're a kid. Well, I'm still not like that. <laughs> like, I can't be in the military. I can't have, like, you yell at me, I'm going to beat you at night. Like, I, I couldn't, yeah, I'm just, I, yeah, I'm a reactor. 
Mm. Mm-hmm. Nuclear. Mm-hmm. Nuclear. Throughout your childhood until you found out that he wasn't your dad. How old were you when you found that out? Third grade. Third grade. So up until third grade, you would receive these beatings or whatever, these whoopings, oh, whatever yeah. he would call them, right? Uh-huh. Like on a regular? Yeah, I mean. Or was it like every once in a while? It was daily something. You know, it was just, no, Did sir. Did you have to call him? Sorry. Yeah. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. After everything. And if it wasn't, what did you say? No, sir. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Right? Excuse me? Yes, sir. <laughs> Sorry, sir. So at third grade, or around third grade, you find out that he's not your dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what was that like? Uh, In my mind or in real life? Both. Well, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. So, so you're in school, and they're yeah. calling... Oh yeah, so it was like uh, we moved to like I'm we moved to North Carolina. It was a new school. So they're calling your name, right? And you're like, and, uh, you don't realize that it's your name. So you went. And by I your guess subject. they worked it out with every other school before. That was like, hey. So during roll call, they, they've always called by your last name or your your stepdad's last name. But yeah. in this school, new they school. call you by your real last name, and you're like, uh. Yeah, who is that? Yeah, and, <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, um, and me. who are you? And I'm like, you're like, <laughs> yeah, that's not me. It, yeah, who are you looking for? <laughs> right, I was like, yeah, I didn't understand. Like, I didn't know. You know, I was like, I didn't know that. I didn't know anything about that. You know, um, so that was and like you were convinced. Yeah, that I was. That I, was not I, you. I, that no, they and were looking for. I, I, they took me out of the class and brought me to the office, and I had to sit, and they got in touch <laughs> with my family. And got in touch with my mom, and then they were like, it was back and forth. And then my mom had like came and pulled me out of school, and then brought me home, and then was like, all right, and explained, and then explained everything. The school was like, we're gonna call him by his um, legal name, right? So you might want to have a conversation with your son about it, right? So she told you, right? Like, yeah. and so then, like, so this man who's been beating your ass for the last oh, four years right. or whatever. Like you realize he's not your real dad. So what I mean, and like, I what? can't, I can't remember. I guess it was maybe before the porn, the porn closet that you found. Yeah. So you found out that he wasn't your real dad, and that he'd been beating your ass for years. And then I got, I got to talk to my real dad, and it was just weird. It was really weird. And he was mm. like, "Maybe you could come spend a summer with me." I'm like, "I don't fucking know who the fuck you are, dude." Mm. Let alone, like I'm like I, this is the first instance I'm ever hearing like you exist, and I just and you want me to come and stay the summer with you, like I fuck all that. Why don't like, you come and say hi first, right? <laughs> like come come <coughs> introduce yourself first. Come come meet me first, right? Right. I just feel like your mom made some poor decisions, and you know what? It's neither here nor there at this point because mm. you know, but it's like, come on. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. Like she had to know at some point you're real. You were going to figure out that um, your stepdad was not your real dad. And, what you know, I don't know. Obviously, your real dad is at fault as well because he never made it a point to make himself known and reach out and stay in contact or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, let me ask you this. If you I mean, I, do, I know you don't know your real dad that well, but do you think that he would have maybe stepped in more or something if he knew that that your stepdad was an asshole like he was? Oh, probably not. Ugh. 
I mean, I couldn't. I think at the time he was military too, so different places, different. Mm. I don't know. I'm not even sure. It's just is crazy to me. Your mom was the only person that was the advocate for you. You mm-hmm. had nobody else, you know. And I just, mm. <laughs> I just feel like she dropped the ball yeah. in a major way, you know. Um, especially with this jackass of a of a stepdad that you had. Right. Yeah, and you know, and then the whole time, like, he was cheating on her and everything. Like, right. The um, before he had, before. Before he had left, he had a bunch of hickeys on him or something. What? Right. Get the fuck out of here. And You're going to come home with a bunch of hickeys? And then Bye. he said, he, he told her something like, you know, it was just a, Mosquitoes. the guys had a, had a, a party and had a, like a stripper and she came and then they're like, nothing happened. It was just a stripper party and, or some shit like this. Up. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and then, um. So when we're, I remember when we're there, like CJ wasn't there for a lot of like Texas. Every time he'd come back, I would get ass whippings for however long he was back. It would be like dad discipline. You know, the things Mm -hmm. are rules of change. When I come home, I'm the man in the house shit. So, you know, so he'd be gone for like six months, come back for a couple weeks and then be gone for like nine months and then be good, you know, just doing school like that. So, um, I know when he was in Germany, he was cheating on her. Mm Mm-hmm. And and it was during that time either when he came back. Oh, so he got his mistress pregnant. Right. So and then had a son mm-hmm. from that. And you know Do you feel like that like changed anything as far as when he would come home and see you after he had his own kid? Well, that's the thing, is like it turns out that a lot of his deployments weren't that. Oh, he wasn't really deployed. He was just spending time. He with was his he was family. deployed, but when he was supposed to come, like he would, maybe he was doing six months, he would do nine months. Oh, okay. and then be with somebody, you know. And this is like I don't know exactly the timelines mm. with that stuff. I was a kid, right? You know, but it was a problem. It was definitely like you know, it came into the light that. You know, once he had a kid, there was not because this lady was crazy. It was this lady was like fatal attraction, like at work. And like it was serious. Like, you know, um, she had uh, I mean, I want to say she came and visited me at school and I didn't even know who she was. But she came and visited me. And that's when CJ had to be like, look, this is what happened, you know, because she knew who we were. But and your mom and you had no idea. Had no was. idea. Hmm. No, this is the same lady that he had two kids with, yes. right? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, after the first kid, you know, she was a part of our lives mm. pretty much. And it was just like she was she was like, I have a son from him and you just have a stepson. And it was like, he's mine kind of a thing. That's weird. Yeah. So it that was, you know, so. <laughs> okay. Right. So this guy. <laughs> he's amazing he is a super amazing your mom knows how to pick him right yeah i know <laughs> so so growing up with this jackass of a stepdad like how do you feel like that impacted your idea of how the world worked or your sense of safety as a child you know your sense of security i, I always felt my like my dad could whip your ass you know, it was like, you know, if I really needed it, if I needed somebody to whoop your ass, my dad will whoop your fucking ass because he fucking beats mine. 
Mm. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh. Uh, so you, you know, feel like he would be on your side? Mm. Uh, no. No. <laughs> you know, I mean, no, but I mean, he was my dad. Mm. You know, and, you know, if you like, my dad was kind of bigger than everybody else's dad. So it was kind of like cool. Like, my dad would whoop your ass. And I thought it was his. So for a long time, I thought that, you know, I was going to be tall too. He <laughs> <laughs> was like six foot two. And I was like, fuck yeah. That means I'm going to be six foot two. And then it was like, mm, nope. I'm not your real dad. <laughs> your real <laughs> dad is like t- five foot eight. <laughs> I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> like, this is a great turn of events. So as you grew up, how do you feel like, like in, during your teen years, how do you feel like the abuse that you endured at your stepdad's hand, like did that impact you? Yeah, it made me offend uh, for myself, especially as I, as I started to progress in school. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, that was never his strong point. <laughs> you know, that's why he school? went to the, yeah, mm-hmm. he went to the like middle. Like academics. Yeah, he was not an academic. Because his family lived on a, a plantation that was split up, and in South Carolina. Yes, it you was, went and stayed there. Yeah, for summers. Yeah. Oh no. Well, one oh, summer. summer. Yeah, and but like literally, they they farmed and like for meat, they would kill it and cook it, kind <laughs> of shit. A lot of, a lot of my growing up, you know, it was a. Uh, Whenever my mom was around, everything was cool. But when everything, when my dad was like around and you charge, mean when it was just you and your mom, or when my mom was around. Okay. You know, it was like you know, but as soon as it's just dad, it was like, oh shit, I'm either in my room or outside. Right, but sh- your mom was aware of this. Was she aware? Well, uh, yeah, I mean because it was the porn. Hmm. <laughs> You know, they definitely argue. But at the same time, my mom was like 300 pounds at the time. You know, so it was like, so he was spending any time that he could watching porn and like doing that and like, like seriously watching porn. Not like, oh, I just stepped away for a minute. No, it's like watching VA. Like I rented this. I'm going to watch the whole damn thing. It's <laughs> I'm going to watch eight nine, hours of porn. Right, yeah. It was like, this one's 90 minutes. That's the 320 minutes. So I'm going to watch every ounce of it. You know, <laughs> like I mean, a whole day porn right. marathon. You know, because I remember like I'd I'd have to I'd have to stay in my room and I would like and then then I would get it like you always playing video games. I'm like, I'm always trapped in my fucking room, you know, but I can never say some shit like that, you know. You get you know? Your ass beat. But I always I always thought it. Mm. <laughs> you know, because it was either I go outside and don't come back inside until dark or you can go to your room and, you know, and I, so it was a choice that I had to make. And that's why I'm really fucking good at the guitar. <laughs> because you spent a lot of time. <laughs> well, I mean, wintertime, you want to stay outside or you're going to come in, you're going to stay in your, I would go in my room and I would turn something on so he could hear that I was in my room and I would play the guitar. I'd play my Nintendo game <laughs> yeah, because I only had the Nintendo game. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and that was the thing. And I was like, I remember I, like asking for stuff. And then being like, like, you know, I already played that game. Well, why did you beat it? I'm like, like, I'm in my room. I've been for in like, there nine hours. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm in there so long. I'm like, I, I've like had time to restart it. It wasn't like I just beat it. It took me all day. <laughs> it took me two days. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing is like, you know, I'm like, I had these and it's like, you know, I could either do this or do that or, you know, play with some, you know, I'm mean, like, shit gets boring when you're stuck in your fucking room 
you mm-hmm. know, and I was like, uh, yeah. And then I, I yeah, I remember I, I could sneak out of, uh, because I took my screen out <laughs> so I could sneak out of my room and, and into my room. So that way he never caught you. No, but I remember like him thinking that I was outside and he was watching porn full blast. And that was like, I was like, Oh my God. Yeah, but I couldn't say anything. But I was, shortly after that, I found porn. <laughs> shortly after that, a whole yeah. new world was open to you. Yeah. Uh, you like a hard, huh? You like a hard? Yeah. I remember that like it was <laughs> yesterday. I was oh like, I think she likes it. I think hard. she likes it hard. Hard? I'm I guess not they sure. like it hard. And when you choke them and slap them. Okay. <laughs> That's your first introduction. Yeah. To so sex. then I remember thinking that like he's doing that to my mom. Oh no! So, but I couldn't say anything, you know. But like I remember after seeing it, like because oh. you know, you, like you could hear them every, right? you know, like your parents and everything. And I would just be you thinking, you heard your parents having sex before, yeah. Oh, like, but and you know, and so you'd think that it was like, and that's what I thought that it you was were like, like. Oh, this like, must be what they're doing. Yeah, I'm like, you're like a hard. I'm like, oh my god, he's beating my mom and choking her and shit, you know. So like, I had it in for the <laughs> so guy. Sad. <laughs> you know, like I didn't like I didn't like CJ at all. So you become a teenager <laughs> and this is when th- your mom and his relationship starts to definitely Unwind. deteriorate. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're nearing the end. So yes. how old were you when he when their relationship finally ends? Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, yeah, he came back from Iraq. And then, oh, man, it was like he was literally coming back just to kind of grab some books and he was going to get deployed again. It was a thing. And it was like we got to see him like in kind of transit. And it was just like huge welcome home and goodbye at the same time. And you knew like that was it. He called like it was it wasn't that it was like, you know, he's just being deployed again because Iraq is pretty serious. And. And nah, he like he called like twenty minutes later. He was like, "That's it." He wants like, a divorce. I'm not gonna yeah, he was like, "Well, I'm not I wanna... coming back." No, he what he did is he he, he filed for divorce in another state and then got it to where she wasn't gonna get any retirement and everything. And my grandma was like, "Nah, <laughs> no, and, you didn't." Right, and then got a lawyer, and then and so now like he's fucked. Like he, she went and got like she gets his retirement, she gets his pension, she gets mm. this benefits till the till he's dead, kind of a thing, and just like full like she's fucking taken care of. Right. Mm. You know, um, right, yeah, <laughs> you the last time you saw him was when you were 16. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. What kind of impact do you feel like he had on you being a father? If any. Oh, I think he had an absolutely amazing impact on me. I know exactly what not to do. Mm-hmm. And that's how I literally base everything. Every time I want to, like, choke my children out <laughs> and beat the shit out of them. I'm like, you know what? That's what CJ would do. I'm going to take him to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> That's what CJ would do. Uh-huh. So I'm going to do the opposite. Yeah. Instead of choking out my child, <laughs> I'm going to give him a hug. Pretty much. You know, and, you know, and, and it's like, I feel like, I don't know. It's like, I don't, not like he helped me realize it, but I know exactly what I didn't like about my dad. So that's what I try to be for my kids, you know, the more, opposite. Yeah, like a friend, you know, I mean, like, I granted, I'm in I'm in that situation with like, I don't have my kids or anything. But when I do, 
you know, I try to be a friend. I try to have fun with them. Like, I've never spanked my kids, mm. you know, and I always talk to them and I always explain, you know, but they're not bad. Yeah. You but know? neither were you. Yeah. I don't like in hindsight now looking back, I'm like, I, I was not bad. Did you feel like you were at the time? No. Mm-mm. You you felt like you were receiving an unjust punishment. I did because I felt like I was smarter than the both of their dumb asses. <laughs> and, you know, not like, you know, I mean, like, they're not like kids are like smarter than adults. But kind kids of a thing. will internalize for sure. They'll internalize abuse or whatever. Well, like I was reading on um, this website. I think what was it called? ncTSN.org it's about childhood trauma and abuse and they were saying like that children will um that they'll internalize abuse they'll feel like oh it's my fault there's something wrong with me or you know they'll they'll shut down and they'll just uh, become numb basically mm-hmm. you know I think it's um I think it depends on the personality yeah, for sure I of each child because I, I've always felt that I was just gonna be on my own. Mm. When it came down to it, because like when like like you didn't feel like your mom could well, save you or step in or no, intervene. Not at all. Mm. Like there's I mean, I mean, my dad, my stepdad was a big dude. Yeah. You know, it's like there's nothing like maybe she could verbally. But, you know, if she mentioned something, then he would know that I said some shit. Mm. So then what would it be like when she's not around? Right. You know, because it was like, oh, you're going to tell your mama, huh? You know, I remember like, Ugh. I remember something like, you know, getting mom's approval, but dad said no. Mm-hmm. And I went because mom said yes, but I got in trouble because dad said no. I was literally on my own. I ended up saving my lunch money. I remember not eating in school and like drinking a lot of water because CJ was <laughs> like, if you drink a lot of that, fill your stomach up. <laughs> and if you're starving, you drink water. I'm like, okay. It like my choice would be to go outside or like stay inside. So, yeah, I I was a wanderer. I would save my money and I get packs of hot dogs, and um I I'd roast them on st- like start a fire in the woods or roast hot dogs. Um, that would be my like lunch. <laughs> like yeah, I mean I would because literally... you couldn't go back home. No, eat. I couldn't go back home. You had to be gone all day. If I came in, I had to stay in. Because it was a pornathon. Because at your I was house. interrupting this for What the hell are you doing? Go into your room. Don't you come out of your room? <laughs> I was like, oh, I had a fort in the woods. And I was pretty upset. You're like because- a feral child. <laughs> I was. I'm telling you, I had a fort in the woods. I had, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm telling you, like, this place was so fucking cool. <laughs> it was like, it was like this vine, like, nobody could see it. It was like this vined in area. And I remember, like, breaking this like i spent a lot of time breaking and weaving these sticks to make a dome it was my room outside of my room and it was in the woods (laughs) and nobody can find this place you know it was just like nobody goes into the woods and i was Uh like i've been in the woods all (laughs) i was raised in the woods right i was was raised in the dark (laughs) but i was literally a feral child i mean yeah i mean (laughs) traps i mean all because i found this um like military book uh, oh my god! And and it was you're like, like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> what well, was like? Oh, I I knew how to tie all the knots. I I, I made. A Did weave. you ever kill an animal out in the woods? I made a bow and arrow to do so. But did but you actually? I never count? never killed anything. Oh. No. Um, Just the neighborhood boy. <laughs> yeah, only people. <laughs> only people. <laughs> only people. Animals are innocent. So was 
was this a bad experience or was it a good experience or was it just your childhood brain trying to make the best of what 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 the hand that you were dealt you know i mean it's like i've had to make my own decisions all the time you You had to grow up fast is what you mean well i mean i had to grow up on my own you know i didn't feel like i felt like i could talk to my mom but i was also at risk of my mom saying something to my dad Mm. so i didn't give her everything you know, I mean, I would get the advice that I needed and, you know, on this, that and the other. But, you know, there was a lot of things that they just couldn't. And a lot of things that I was going through on my own that I didn't get any help from them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like getting picked on because of my mom and being, well, for one, her being white and 300 pounds and me being mixed race and, you know, the, my stepdad. Mm-hmm. You know, so I got into a, a lot of, I got really good at fighting. <laughs> <laughs> like... Like, I was feral. <laughs> so, like, when these, like, neighborhood kids would be like, yeah, we're going to mess with you. And I was like. <laughs> you're like, oh, no, you're not. I was like, oh, no, you're not. I'm going to bow and arrow your ass. <laughs> like, fuck you. I've been living in the woods for six months. <laughs> right. Do you think it's the reason why you're a recluse now? <laughs> why mm, you are. I don't know. What's the word? You're an introvert. Introvert, introvert maybe. Yeah, you pretend to be an extrovert, but you're actually an introvert. Yes, yeah. I mean, because it's survival. Yeah. Like, I, I, do you feel like it has anything to do with your stepdad? The fact that you pretend to be, right? Like, you can adapt, so you can pretend to be an extrovert. You can, you mm-hmm. can do what you need to do, you know, for people or whatever for whatever the situation might require of you. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, that's not who you are. You know, like, do you feel like you had to learn to um, be like basically a like a chameleon (laughs) in order to not get your ass beat? I mean, I had to, you know, I mean, like I I was always a representation like, you know, like to all my every friend that I've ever had, every family. I was Mm. the most respectful child, Mm. you know. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. You know, no, ma'am. Yes, sir. Vice versa. And, you know, if they had work to do, I would do dishes, you know, like. You're like, what do you need from me? Yeah. I don't want to get my ass beat at home. I was well trained. Yeah, it was just, it was always, always unnerving when he was going to come home. You know, it was just like. I mean, yeah, because I remember I had like a couple hours of just like freedom running around the house just to be able to do anything that I wanted and just have, you know, turn my guitar up and do that. And then as soon as he came home, I could hear the motor motorcycle. And I'm like, oh, shit's about to stop. <laughs> you know, and got to got to clean up everything real quick. Just make everything just like all the like I'm very good at covering my tracks. <laughs> so if you were if you were to run into him today, <laughs> I'd beat his fucking ass. Is there anything that you would want to say to him first there before you beat his ass? Say. I would say it while I was beating him like he did me. Like what? Or whatever I could think of at the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I bet you didn't expect that I was going to be this big. <laughs> I bet you didn't expect that I was going to be whooping your ass one day. Oh, I bet you didn't expect. It would be a lot of that. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Do you feel like you still have that anger towards him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why do you feel like you haven't been able to? Because I haven't been able to whoop his ass yet. <laughs> And I wanted it when he was a little bit younger, so that way I can be like a little more equal, like he still got something. Now he's in like his sixties, I'm assuming. Right. right? Yeah. Like mid sixties. So maybe, yeah. It wouldn't be the same. 
I remember wishing one of those Scud missiles would fucking la- like <laughs> fucking just land on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and your mom has amazing taste in men, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember being little, like, man, I, I I had so many plans. I'm like, I'm fucking killing this guy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I was kind of upset when he, like, left for good. I was like, oh, You're I'm like, my plans. killing you. <laughs> I had plans. Uh, right, yeah. You know, because it was, was like. I was going to slowly strangle the life out of you. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sad that he drove you to that. Yeah. I'm still kind of upset that I didn't get to finish it. You still got some issues that you got to work out with your with a counselor. So you've had quite a quite a road. Yeah, I've had a pretty quite a crazy ride. Yeah, I mean, I guess and there's still some obviously. There's, there's still a bunch more, but there's <laughs> still some uh, trauma that maybe needs to be dealt with with your stepdad. The fact that you you know, might beat his ass if you ever saw him again, I think is a sign that maybe there's some things that need to be, you know, addressed. I don't know about that. I don't know that that's standard. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he knows that he probably shouldn't see me ever again. (laughs) I mean, because, you know, like, because my mom has seen him again. What had happened was, is his daughter didn't know anything about it. So when my mom came back around. About what? About anything. Mm. About his pre- previous marriage that he was. Oh. So she didn't know anything about us. And then my mom got in touch with him and then they met. And then, you know, so because of that, he his daughter, he had to explain to her that he was married before and everything. Mm. The whole fucking lie. The whole perpetual lie. You know, like, oh, sorry, I was married and I had other kids and shit. And then I was cheating on them with your, you know, I don't know how he, but he, he did mention that, you know, he he had a family and he had a a son that he wasn't very good to. Mm. Well, at least he acknowledged that. Well, he acknowledged that to his daughter. Right. After, you know, like she's fucking daddy's girl and, you know, living a great life. Maybe that's a sign of some growth on his part. Good for him. Well, so on this website that talks about childhood abuse, nctsn.org, it talks about the um, children who've been physically abused, like what they may struggle with. So they may struggle with developing and maintaining friendships. Um, They don't trust authority figures. They definitely don't don't trust any authority (laughs) figures. They don't feel good about themselves, or they see themselves as um as not worthy. It's because of my grandma. (laughs) They may blame themselves for the abuse and feel that they must um keep what goes on in their families a secret and not you know let anybody know. And this is obviously as children. Um, they can act out their own aggressions, or they can. Um, withdraw and lose like that normal fight or flight response. Like they just take what's coming to them. You know I what I mean when fight. it's happening. That's why I was a bull. Like I <laughs> you. so against bullies. <laughs> yeah. Like I like a lot of my fights were um, like, sticking up for other people. Well, that yeah. You were always sticking up for the underdog. Mm, yeah, but I I feel like I got that from CJ because right. I felt like that's all I felt from this guy mm. is I was like, you know, like if I was eye level, you wouldn't be talking to me like this. Right. You know, and that's like, I, that's why I started lifting weights. Like he had this weight bench out there. And I think that's why I stunned in my growth. 
Because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to fuck up. Oh. I remember, yeah, like I would do my legs. Like and, you're in prison. Yeah. And you're like working out so that when you got out of prison, you could beat some people up. Yeah. It was really <laughs> all intended for him. And I practiced on everybody my age. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had no tolerance for bullies. No, I didn't. Mm. I, I, all right. The, the, there was this kid with cerebral palsy. And like... He just, he like he was very independent, but he just couldn't walk, and like mm-hmm. he would fall all the time and drop his books and everything. And these guys kicked his books down the hall, fucking set me off, mm. so set me off something fierce. I felt it was so wrong. You're a powder keg for you to go off. <laughs> no, it was for a good cause. That's okay, why, it was for a good cause. I mean, but that's the thing is like I I just didn't like I really just that shit just. When it's people can't defend themselves, you know, like it's just. And that comes from your relationship with your stepdad. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's amazing that you're even halfway normal. What? I am. I'm awesome. You are. <laughs> I teach kids. <laughs> I've, told, I've told you this before. Like, it's interesting how the, the side of you that I think is your natural innate spirit in your center is is this like carefree kind of loving open person but like you built up this these walls and these other things that were just a matter of survival like as most kids do when they go through when they've had to deal with abuse or something traumatic you develop ways of managing your trauma you develop ways of surviving so that you can get through because when their caregivers aren't safe They have Mm -hmm. to figure out ways to survive. And so the brain just does whatever it can do. Yeah. And, you know, and that's like, I don't know, the the whole lying thing. I felt like I could see through the bullshit when I was younger. Yeah. A kid. And it probably helped you stay sane. Right. Like you you didn't convince yourself like I did. My go to was there must be something wrong with me. You convinced yourself, you, like you knew, like no, something's not right here, I was like, yeah, and it's not me, you. You're <laughs> right? Fucked up, yeah, right. Uh, and that's... that helped you keep a grip, or you know, uh, have some and sort of psycho... anchor to reality. Yeah, I guess it's time to wrap it up. I thought you were gonna wrap it up. I was like, I got two more hours in me. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, I do. This uh, is this is this the is kind just, of stuff that you this discuss. This is just beginning, by this the is, way. This is the kind of stuff that you discuss in therapy, babe. Uh, you're my, <laughs> you are my the rapist. I am not. What? <laughs> I'm just saying, when you go through trauma, you go through, you know, you're you're an abuse survivor. What? Therapy is not a bad idea. Okay. So, but for us. This I would just want to say, yeah, I just want to say, um, I mean, kudos to you and for sharing your experiences and your childhood trauma. Like I said in the beginning, I think it's a little, there's a little bit more stigma and it's a little bit more difficult for men to, to admit or to share or to, you know, men maybe in general are used to having more control over their lives and more control over their, you know, I don't know. Uh, but as children, we are as all I'm getting older. I feel like. I had less control when I was a child just because, like, right. I wasn't as strong as I am now. You know? Right. But as a man, you have a completely different experience than you did as a boy. Mm-hmm. You know, but as children, we all are uh, subject vulnerable. to our parents. Yeah, we're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I always um, felt that, like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait till I'm on my own. You right. Powerless. Yeah. I remember feeling powerless a lot as a mm-hmm. kid and feeling like, well, you know, it's, it's not, you know, whatever the adults decide is that's, you know, what I have to go with or whatever. Right. But, um, but anyway, you know, thanks for sharing. And I think it's important to just bring awareness to the this topic especially with april being child abuse awareness month you know it's still something that plagues our society and you know the more you know Uh, but that's it for us don't forget to wrap it up yourself wrap it up (laughs) no kids no stds unless you want kids right and stds then (laughs) then power to you but us being middle-aged we don't want kids so we say wrap that shit up be responsible with that shit. <laughs> Have fun, but be responsible. Right? Safe sex. All right. Or abstinence. Uh, abstinence is the best I think that's a Mormon uh, motto. <laughs> abstinence is the best <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye, Thanks for Yonara. hanging out. Bye.